You're listening to the Market Experts Show. I'm Daryl Baskin of EXP Realty on your home for success, 105.7. Every healthy city has to have a healthy economy and a plan. How's money exchanging hands? Where's the tax base coming from? My guest today, Deborah Wimpy, and she is mayor of the city of Broken Arrow, if you're not familiar with who Deborah Wimpy is. And Deborah, I am I'm curious, what is on the horizon for Broken Arrow for business growth, attracting tax dollars? That seems to be on the radar for every city across the country. And we I know we're getting people really paying attention to the Tulsa regional era area now that had not before. So I need a complete update here. Go. No pressure. Um, so I'm sure you're aware, but Oklahoma is the only state that runs on sales tax revenue, which seems a wee bit archaic. Um, we go, we do best practice trips all across the nation and every state runs opposite of what we do. So it is so important for us to constantly educate our, our citizens to stay and spend their tax dollars in the city of Broken Arrow. The problem is in our uh, south end of our city um, where our citizens like to say we've forgotten about them um, and they go to Big Z or they go to, you know, um, Memor just Memorial, Tulsa Memorial, yeah. um, to go shopping because they don't want to go all the way over on the north side of uh, Broken Arrow. Unfortunately, they're paying a higher tax rate because their sales tax is higher in Bigsby um, and they're supporting Bigsby sells um, their like their streets their infrastructure their police officers and their firemen right you're right so that's one thing that people need to realize that your sales tax dollars that you spend in our city they all go to infrastructure police and fire so public safety is our main thing that we do we were 11th safest city last year um, even in a world pandemic, which was amazing. And there's a reason for that. We pay our public safety people uh, very well and we train them very well. And they're, they're, we love them. Like our city, our community loves our public safety. They love our firemen, they love our police officers. And um, I'm not sure if you remember in 2020, there was, there was a thing that was about, you know, not loving your police officers all that much. Uh, yep, and in yep. my opinion, as the mayor now, defunding our police officers would be detriment to our community because why would you take away funds um, and resources if there is an issue then you, you you weed out that bad egg and then you put more money to those resources like you make it better you train more you you do whatever you need to do to make that that police department you know top of the line well and as someone and who that's sells, exactly what we do here in broken arrow as someone who sells houses i'll tell you that's the big draw to broken arrow is the safety yeah. and the uh, consistency of the leadership within the community so uh, mm -hmm. very important to maintain that go back to this idea of sales tax dollars and where funds come from what is the growth for uh, say industrial, you know, years ago, there was the announcement of the industrial corridor there along the Broken Arrow Loop. And we start to see that now developing and the streets are in and uh, bringing jobs. So uh, yeah. am I describing it right? What, what has that been called? What's the, the formal name for that corridor? Well, economic development. <laughs> yeah, and we just, um, last year, uh, we, we came up with a, our second TIF um, a tax incentive um, process where we can, we brought in the, the Creek 51, which is along the creek, and it's an industrial park, which um, we're marketing now. And so creek, um, excited creek about 51. the growth in that area. Creek 51 is the name for that. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. 
Yep. And our first tip that we had was the flight safety. So you have to think like we're, we're constantly trying to attract um, those high paying jobs, right? That's, that's what we want in our city. That's what every city wants. Um, and you want them to obviously bring those employees, those, those jobs, right, to our city. And, and then from your perspective as a real estate agent, you're, you're managing that as well. And so we want to make sure that we have housing that can appropriately fit those people as well when we're bringing those high paying jobs to our city. So that's important as well to, to, to interact and, and maintain that as well. Now, with that building housing comes development and mm -hmm. infrastructure yeah. for uh, sewer, for the, the power grid, all of this, the trash service, et cetera. What do you think is the biggest struggle that Broken Arrow faces today? We are barely 50% grown out as a city which blows my mind. Um, I We just heard last week from NCOG in our census that just came in, could possibly say that we are at 128,000. That's amazing, that's huge. Where are all the, the kids gonna, Arrow. as this grows, where are all that's, the kids going to go, to school? Yeah, I mean, that's exactly, well, I mean, that's the thing. We have to look at our education, right? We need to have the best school system. If you remember in 2020, we were one of the only cities that, that stayed open the entire time. Our kids were in school. We had 14 plus thousand kids that were in school. We had 2,400 staff that were in, that were teaching, right? And then we had parents that were back at work. And that was, that was important. It was important to make sure that we had the best school system so that we can attract those school, those, those, those jobs, those companies that are looking to come into our state. Um, but it's just, there's so much, whenever you look at economic development for a city, there's just so many factors that have to play a role in it. Our chamber, our school system, and then the city combined. Um, it's really important that we all work together and are constantly communicating because there's infrastructure is one of the things that, like you're, you're asking, what's the, what's the downfall? If we don't have infrastructure in place, if we don't have roads in place for the, the higher volume of traffic, if we don't have water lines in place, we just annexed in 1,200 acres into my ward, which is East Broken Arrow. Uh, we don't. We gotta. We gotta put water lines out there, right? We have to put sewer lines out there. We have to. We have to think about those things. And when they come down and we're not prepared for it, I mean, where does that money come from? Bond issues. But if we we just passed a 10-year bond issue in 2018, well, we didn't know we were gonna we were gonna you know annex in. 1200 acres right so we just that's why the constant communication is really good um to prepare for new growth and we have a lot of new we have a lot of area that we can grow in so I'll, I'll never forget really uh, 20 years ago i i people used to talk like it was a conspiracy that the the tulsa roads that led to broken arrow were four lanes but the broken arrow roads that led to tulsa were two lanes and uh, city leaders were talking at the time. They, Listen, it just takes, we're a big city with a smaller population. It takes a lot of, of planning and resources to widen those roads. Yeah. And we're seeing that today. So uh, very, very important for, for everyone to understand that vision of leadership. And Real quick, one of the things I did not know before I became a, an elected official is that one mile of widening a road is $5 million. Oh, wow. That's you got a plan for that. That's good good info to know. You need to remember that when you're voting. And that's without a bridge, that's without complications, that's without I mean, five million dollars for one normal mile of widening. Wow. Good good yeah. factoid. Deborah Wimpy, <laughs> mayor of the city of Broken Arrow. Always good to have yes. you, Deborah. Thank you, sir. You're listening to the Market Experts Show with EXP Realty. I'm Daryl Baskin.